Welcome to the Marriage Puzzle Podcast with Julie and Thomas Hobby. We are marriage coaches who help couples with pain points about money, intimacy, and communication go from being overwhelmed to being secure in their marriage. If this is your first time listening to us, thanks for checking out our podcast. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and a review. Let's dive into this episode. We're studying the book, The Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work by John Gottman. And it's over on our website at marriagepuzzle.com slash books. But we're going to move to principle four in this episode, which is called Let Your Partner Influence You. So if you're just now jumping in as a review, the first three principles that we've covered were one, enhance your love maps, two, nurture your fondness and admiration, and three, turn toward each other instead of away. Yeah, the book wraps up the first group of topics by saying when you honor and respect each other, you're usually able to appreciate each other's point of view, even if you don't agree with it. When there's an imbalance of power, there's almost inevitably a great deal of marital distress. And basically all three of those first principles, enhancing your love maps, nurturing your fondness and admiration for each other, and turning toward each other are there to kind of help set up uh, this one talking about, um, you know, when you appreciate each other's point of view, you know, uh, not having an imbalance of power, that all kind of pulls in with principle four, like Julie said, letting your partner influence you. Um, so Gottman did a nine-year study of 130 newlywed couples, and he said that he discovered that men who allowed their wives to influence them had happier relationships and were less likely to eventually divorce than men who resisted their wives' influence. Yeah, now the book swings more towards husbands letting their wives influence them, but we, Thomas and I believe, it's basically a shared power by both the husband and the wife equally participating in decision making because by valuing your spouse's opinion or their say in the matter, you naturally will search for common ground when there's a disagreement rather than like just insisting on getting your way. So like we don't allow whining in our marriage, <laughs> like, in, like our, in our household period with our say, kids either, like, like yeah. our toddler right now, like she's in the phase of like throwing herself on the ground, stomping her feet, you know, and just waiting for us to give in. I'm like, no, I'm not listening to whining. You can use your words, and that's a principle we apply to our marriage too. That's funny that you bring that up because when it said, uh, when we said insisting on getting your way, that's exactly who I thought of was our four-year-old, you know, (laughs) stomping her foot at me when she's mad at, you know, what I'm telling her to do. And that's kind of how we can get in marriage sometimes, you know, if, if you're not really open to what your spouse has to say, um, or, hearing their point of view or or what their influence is in the situation then a lot of times we can't just be like no this is how i want it done um or this is how i want it to be and we kind of you know metaphorically are stomping our foot at them saying no 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 like this is what it's supposed to be and i i think that that you know really changes things in terms of conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. I mean when we're when we're not really on the same team as this is trying to to imply and and say that we need to allow uh ourselves to influence each other. Mm-hmm. Um it it really does kind of turn into that whining whether 
literally or more metaphorically just kind of uh you know being frustrated that you're not getting your way um so yeah ahead. i i would say like we we just don't make decisions without each other so mm-hmm. you know when we were trying to say what we we believe here and equally participating in decision decision making um we don't just make a decision and come home and say this is what i decided so neither you know of like when you're insisting on getting your way sometimes i think be, when that happens in a marriage and there's like that immaturity and whining instead of just like that common ground of um talking about it maybe that's why then you would start making decisions without your your partner because you don't want that um reaction Mm -hmm. and um but i don't think there's wisdom in that too of like just making a decision maybe even in a vacuum and then coming and saying like i decided this now if there's quick decisions sometimes in life that needs to happen so then it's like hey we need to talk about this because we need to decide this today Mm -hmm. cool let's do it you know but it's not just like well i had to decide this so i just did this yeah and and i i would agree with that you know in probably 99 percent of situations occasionally something may pop up where you just have to make a decision and hopefully and you know if there's not enough time to talk to your spouse which there always should be even a quick text message you should be able to like throw something out to them but if you work on these principles on the front end then if you had to come home in a one-off situation like that and tell your spouse hey here's what i had to decide most likely that conversation is going to go a lot better because you will have proactively talked about things you would have proactively gone over the scenarios that would have been surrounding that possible decision and you could have made the best guided decision but i think that you know what you're saying is absolutely right that you know we should be going through all of that stuff with our spouse and being proactive and utilizing these principles and everything else we teach you in the podcast. (laughs) But um, that way you're really truly on the same page with your spouse. You're in sync going into a decision um, or, you know, a conflict, you know, that way you can resolve it quicker. Um, And, you know, I, I think that that's that's kind of where we're going. Yeah, I think that it's just finding that value mm-hmm. um, in your spouse's opinion mm-hmm. that you want their input in those decisions um, and you want to allow them, you want to allow their influence because when a husband and wife accept each other's influence and strengthens their friendship, and I think that's because, you know, even the book talks about one that could be the the absence of frequent power struggles making their marriage more pleasurable when they accept influence you're not going to have that power struggle all the time and two um you know each person is then open to learning from their partner and Mm -hmm. learning from each other and um and listening to their perspective yeah and you know when you said um that it strengthens the friendship I I started smirking over here and you kind of gave me this weird look. No, I I started smirking because what popped into my head was the movie Frozen and uh, where Anna meets Prince Hans and they're singing the song and they say, and we finish each other's 
sandwiches. sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're parents of a toddler. <laughs> and so um, that's what I thought about. But like from a, you know, in that that little analogy, it's like, you know, if they had a deeper friendship, one, they probably would have said sentences instead of sandwiches, <laughs> but maybe their friendship would have been, you know, to be silly like that. And so strengthening that friendship makes it to where you're going to be more on the same page. You're going to have less of those power struggles uh, because you truly are deep friends. Um, and, and I love how you also talked about, uh, you know, learning from your partner because, mm. you know, we've talked about this on the podcast before that when you marry your spouse, you don't just marry your spouse, you marry your spouse and their family and their <laughs> upbringing and everything that has influenced how they view the world. Mm -hmm. And so um, by being open to their influence, you're getting an entirely different perspective that you cannot see that situation from. And so if you're not open to it, you're not going to be able to see a different angle, different solution or anything like that. And so I really love how that part uh, is you know something that you mentioned because I think it's I think it's vital to accept that from your spouse because they have a whole different perspective and who knows every once in a while your spouse actually might be right <laughs> <laughs> just saying <laughs> well, that's where even John Gottman says accepting influence is an attitude you know you kind of have to choose to allow them in but right. but it's also a skill that you can hone if you pay attention to how you relate to your spouse so day to day, what that looks like is is working on these principles. That's why when we got our hands on this book, um, which we already thought we had a strong marriage, but you can always take a good marriage to great or great to even better. And we started learning more from this book and implementing these. So it's it's that day to day working on um, all four principles that you have so far, far soon there'll be seven <laughs> principles and and not just listening to the advice that we're trying to put together in a quick pod podcast but if you get the book there's so many exercises yes yeah, there really are in the book and that you can um do with your spouse or read individually and that's that's what's been so cool about this is it's kind of shaped more like a workbook and so there's even this exercise in this chapter with the the fourth principle and they call this exercise the Gottman I the Gottman Island survival game <laughs> so it's basically like picturing yourself on the stranded island which is always a fun game right to like <laughs> picture yourself and um but something bad had to happen to get stranded on an island yeah it's kind of like i've seen castaway like i'll be honest he ends okay. up with wilson at the end well, I'll, I'll be honest here and just say like i was kind of writing off this one as like this is gonna be corny like <laughs> but um this isn't just the only exercise in this one chapter mm -hmm. that's something too it's not just like here's the principle and here's the one exercise there's multiple ones to choose from too so you can do them all but i love that you can kind of find the ones that you want to try that might work and so i totally wrote it off just with the name the gottman <laughs> island survival game however if you like read the details of it you know your your mission is to write down on se separate pieces of paper what you'd consider the most you know 10 most important items to to keep on inventory and 
and then the part your partner would do you know the same thing separately and then you share your list and then i think you have to like influence each other to combine your list yeah to, to come up with one master list and it's like okay but it's teaching then these marriage principles in a fun way of you know an unrealistic situation but if you can apply the skills then when you have a realistic situation you'll be like oh we know how to talk through this from my list and your list and combine them to let each other influence each other in a positive way to have that commonality and survive (laughs) yeah and and you know just just to kind of give you you know, uh, a little bit of a taste of some of the stuff that's on this list. Like there's a big list here of just various items. And, you know, like you said, it's not just picking your 10 things, but it's prioritizing them in order. So like if, you know, um, one of the things on here is 10 gallons of water. If I thought 10 gallons of fresh water was the most important, I'm putting that at the top. And you may put something like a shovel on the top of your list. Um, You know, there's things like toilet paper, pretty practical. (laughs) There's, um, you know, things like a gun with six bullets or 50 packages of condoms. You know, I mean, you don't want to get (laughs) pregnant while you're stranded on the island, right? So, I mean, (laughs) uh, so I think that it's cool because you really do then get to add those influences in and and it's really going to open up your lines of communication. It, It puts it into a little game. Um, to have fun with, mm-hmm. but it's going to open up those lines of communication so you can really truly talk about like why and what's going to happen is you're going to apply the the communication and this principle to the game and then later on when you have a conflict or a situation that you're working through with your spouse, you're going to naturally find yourself just being more willing to be open to their influence because of how you practiced this little activity and game. Yeah. So in short, let your spouse influence you. And we'll close with this quote. The ability to accept influence is a cornerstone of success, no matter which type of conflict you're facing. So we look forward to you joining us next week where together we'll work on marriage one puzzle piece at a time. See you later. Have a great week. Thank you.